Welcome to Wizard Team, a Harry Potter cast for true Potterheads. Each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of Harry Potter. Be warned, this is a spoiler-heavy podcast. I'm Bayana. And I'm Connie. Uh, we're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and so many feelings about the book. Today we're discussing chapter 34 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Priori Incantatum. Tatum? Tatum? Tatum. I'm gonna go with Tatum. Uh, Robin took the wrong fireplace to get here, so she's, you know, got to get out of Nocturne Alley, and she will be here eventually. <laughs> she's just gonna, she's just gonna pop up too. We don't know yeah. when. Yeah. We just know she'll be here. Yeah. We'll see. Um, we have announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts. So please feel free to tweet along with us. You can use the hashtag Wizard Team on Twitter to follow along. Submit to Hogwarts BSU which I have done. It's really fun. Uh, it's a collection of stories, fan art, etc. illustrating what it would be like to be a black Hogwarts student. Check out Black Girls Create for the guidelines and some awesome stories. Not that I'm biased. <laughs> I mean, including <laughs> yours as well. Um, love our blog. Love Wizard Team. Have a few extra galleons lying around. Um, please consider becoming a Patronus. We video record these episodes, and Patron and I have access to those videos. So, you know, if you want to, like, throw us a little sum-sum, uh, you can do so. Yeah, become a Patronus, and it'll be awesome. Basically. <laughs> uh, if you want to donate... <laughs> this is the gist of that. If you don't want to donate but don't have uh, funds to do a monthly donation, you can send us a cheering charm by donating to our PayPal, their PayPal, our PayPal, whatever. I'm part of the team you know uh <laughs> you can find the links to donate at blackgirlscreate.org slash donate um and we have wizard team merch you can head over to our website and set up your ner- nerd fashion and stationary game there's stickers and notebooks t-shirts and, and notebooks mm-hmm. galore uh if you want to support but don't have the funds to do so but I mean, also, like, even if you do, uh, you should rate and review on iTunes, Google Play, etc., wherever podcasts are found, so that you can, you know, lift us up in the ratings and stuff and have other people come and say hi. Also, subscribe to our newsletter every week. Wizard Bay Deborah shares nerd news and links to what's been going on. So, if you want to be in the know, be sure to subscribe. She, it's like pretty amazing. I don't, if you're not subscribed to our newsletter, really I feel good. bad for you because. It's really good. Like, this entire, the latest, just as a teaser, the latest newsletter was all gifts from the Black Panther teaser trailer. So, like, why wouldn't you want to have what that I'm in saying. your life, you know? It was great. She, like, does a whole thing. She, like, does a whole thing where it's, like, she got a little Patronus fuel, like, links in there. She's got stuff for the real-life resistance that we got to do. Like, she's just, like, really on it in terms of, like, both the nerd side, but also your activism side. So, just sign up and get your yeah. life do that um you can subscribe at blackgirlscreate.org then your life is got uh, as we wrap up as we wrap up book four guys you only have like a month left that's crazy it <laughs> it's so crazy um there's gonna be a live tweet of harry potter and the goblet of fire the movie so on saturday july 8th at 6 p.m pacific standard time mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. that is 9 p.m eastern folks it is 9 p.m. Eastern, says Pacific. the New Yorker here, <laughs> as we all watch the movie. So you can use the hashtag wizard team and HPGOF to tweet along. Um, and now for wizard team news. 
um, all noises and songs. <laughs> you guys should always say something. Sorry. Because it feels like it should just be there already, so then it feels weird when right. you, like it's not there, and so it's like, You gotta yeah. add it in post. You gotta add it in post. I know. It's strange. Anyway, listen. <laughs> it's, yeah. Anyway. It's difficult. Listen to Who Watch, um, our podcast after show of Doctor Who, found wherever you get your podcasts. Connie's on it. It's, you know. I am. It's fun. We talk about Doctor Who and time travel and regeneration and colonialism. And being black and traveling in time and space, because that is difficult. Um, Yeah, there was a whole thing today. (laughs) That's a different podcast, literally, that we record. (laughs) one we put out today so you should go listen to that um you can also listen to cousin black the newest podcast under the black girls create umbrella look at y'all having an umbrella look at y'all i'm so proud i'm so proud y'all got three podcasts i remember when y'all right (laughs) so proud i remember when i got sleep too (laughs) um (laughs) what's that um, Cousin Black, anyway, is a Orphan Black podcast after show host, hosted by Bayana's sister, Akira, and Robin's brother, Brandon. Yep. Just had to make, I got that right, right? Yep. Great. Um, <laughs> so if you want to listen along for the final season of Orphan Black, you can do that um, and tweet along using the hashtag Cousin Black. Because they're cousins and they're black. You see what we did there? What? Oh, what? I see what you did there. Um, also, join our Game of Thrones live tweet uh, every day at 5 p.m. Pacific time. Um, we are watching an episode a day. And this Sunday, we start season six. So if you, you know, have been waiting and you're like, I don't need to watch all 60 episodes of, of Game of Thrones to catch up for season seven. I just need the last 10. We start on Sunday. So if you want to join us, you can do that. You can use the hashtag MBGMD. Stands for more black girls, more dragons. Shout out to Connie for giving me my life slogan. Got you. That's what it. That's what it stands for. Future tag. Is that a future tag? It might right be. There? It might be. We'll see. Um, yeah. So first. so join us. I, I want to get like. Never mind. We're not gonna talk about it. I have an idea for my dragon <laughs> tattoo, and I'm really excited about it. I just yeah. That's all I'm gonna say. Black girl with the dragon tattoo. Ooh. Oh, I also had that one. Damn, I might change my mind. Keep or I might get both. That's fine. It's cool. It's cool. Talk about we'll it move on. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Christmas is coming to the Wizarding World in November. So, you know, if you... I mean, I still haven't been to the Wizarding World. Maybe I'll go for Christmas. Slash Kwanzaa. Because that's what I celebrate. So, yeah. Go to Wizarding World for Kwanzaa. And celebrate, live it up. Yeah, it's probably gonna be fun. All the Christmas trees and like maybe they'll have like a a Hagrid walking around. That'd be cool. They have um, Caroler. Like they already have like the Hogwarts choir or whatever choral. Oh yeah. Um. So they'll probably have like extra singing, like carols and stuff. It's pretty awesome. That would be cool. Um, Sounds magical. Guys, guys, if you're listening to this podcast. You're probably around our age or older. Shout out to our younger viewers if you are out there. Um, but Harry Potter in two weeks is turning 20 years old. When did 
when did it become two decades? Right. When? 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 I just want to know when. Because, I mean, I guess I started it, like, a couple years, like, after the first three books were already out. And, like, right before the fourth book came out. But I'm like, how is it 20? I'm not that old. But then I think about it, and I am. It's a hard um, thing to come to the realization of. Right. Um, So just, you know, let's sit in that for a moment and just, you know, contemplate our mortality. Um, (laughs) You just went all the way to the end. Hey, it's been 20 years since Harry Potter uh, and Sorcerer's Stone was published. We're all going to die. Like, there we go. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Anyway, um, on social media, um, people are sharing their stories of discovering Harry Potter. Um, A lot of the Harry Potter, like, social media accounts are getting in on the fun. And I know that the Bloomsbury, because it's 20 years because it was in the, like, the first book in the UK came out and not in the US. So next year it'll be the US is 20 years. But why would we celebrate that? Because it's a UK series. Um, So I know Bloomsbury has been, like, celebrating different Hogwarts houses every day. Today was Hufflepuff Day. Um, So... You know, just keep an eye out for all of that. Yep. Um, shout out and big thanks to our new Patroni, um, Elle Lachey and Kashana Taylor. Thank you very much for your patronage and your support. We appreciate Ooh. you. Y'all are lit. Not you smart. You loyal. I appreciate you. <laughs> we the best. You the greatest. Forever. Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. Um... <laughs> I don't, we don't have any magical birthdays, as far as I know. Just like a reminder, if it's your birthday coming up, let us know. We'll shout you out on the podcast, and Deborah will shout you out on the newsletter. So then you'll get, like, birthday shout-outs from, like, us, if you care. If you don't care, <laughs> don't tell us. It's fine. Um, <laughs> it's totally fine. If you don't want to have your business all out in the streets, that's cool. Right. Do you. I respect you that. Your birthday out in the streets. Right. You'd be like, I don't want them knowing all my business like that. That's fine. That's fine. Keep it to yourself. I understand that. It's true. It bees that way sometimes. <laughs> um, so let's get into the chapter. Um, so. Okay. Well, fun fact, um, and we will get to it, but I have a first edition of this book, and it has a big mistake in it. Um, so if I read stuff and you're reading along and your version is different, let us know. We can have a conversation about it. Slash Bayana could let me know because she has a newer edition that she's reading from. So uh, yeah, <laughs> um, it's a, it was a fun like, ooh, look at my first edition. But also I'm looking at it and I'm like, ooh, if I, um, if I sneeze, the back cover of my book cut might come off um, because that's <laughs> I have read the series. And that's how big Battle of the Fire is, because you know how um, 700 page books tend to get. They mess up really fast. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's like my um, Order of the Phoenix copy. Because it's, I remember one, like, there was one day I was like, I'm going to reread Order of the Phoenix. I opened it and it just like, half, like halfway just like kind of fell. The binding is like done. And I was mm-hmm. like. I definitely have, I Whoa. think the first, like, one in three might definitely have, like, pay- sections of book just taped in because they fell out yep. at some point. 
Um, and I refuse to lose a page of Harry Potter because that would be a travesty, obviously. Um, <laughs> I think I've tried to take better care of Order of the Fate. I mean, um, Goblet of Fire, but um, 3 was my favorite, so it definitely has pages literally taped in there um, because I kept reading it. Anyway, Priori Incantatum. Um, yeah, so previously. Oh! Oh! Uh, the fires, the fires are late. That was perfect timing. <laughs> was, then why did you join? <laughs> she said, I'm not ready. <laughs> the first Hi thing guys. she pulled up was the video chat. Yeah, I did this all backwards. That was perfect timing, though, because we're about to, uh, we're just, we haven't started the chapter yet. Oh, woo. So, um, I'm in my office. I'm recording on QuickTime because I was like, I'm not going to make it. And so I, <laughs> I made an executive decision. I got myself a coffee to sober oh. myself up. Let's go. I don't have oh. the book, but let's do this. <laughs> okay. Sounds, it's going to be a magical This is going to be an interesting chapter. <laughs> Guys, this is what happens when I'm like, oh, I have time. I can have a drink. Oh, no. I knew. I knew. Full disclosure, Robin told me she was lit, and I was like, oh, let me take the last of my rum and just pour it in this ginger beer real quick, and we'll see how it goes. So there's been but a lot of it might actually consumption, huh? Right. I that's, why she, that's a, why she ended up in the wrong fireplace. Right. Is what I'm happened the, is she like, had a lot of fire whiskey, boom, and then boom, she boom. was like, whoops, Guys, didn't mean to come flu. here. Don't, don't drink and flu, for nope. sure. I was like, that's, a, that's an important slogan. At a work, at a work uh, volunteer event. And they were like, afterwards, because I was like, oh, this didn't take as long as I thought it would. Because at first I was like, I'm not going to, I don't think I can go now because they were like, we're not busting you back. So you have to figure out a way to get home. Yikes. And it's like out on the other side of the city. So I was like, I don't think I should go. And then I was, because I never go to any of these things. I was like, I should probably go. And also because I had like, it's, it was literally like food bank. <laughs> it was like, how shitty am I <laughs> to not go to the food bank? But then it didn't take that long. And then I was like, oh, I'm good. And then Lana's like, well, I still got to do more Black Girls, more Dragons. And then I was like, well, I got some time. So stupid. <laughs> I should have took my ass home right away. I should have. Well. But also, so, you know when you're, it's your office is buying drinks and you're like, but I've been poor for a while and I haven't had a good cocktail? Girl. And then cocktails were <laughs> lit. Okay, I'm sorry. We're not in the chapter yet, so it's fine. Um, I after like I had early like months ago, we had like this big, big festival event <laughs> thing. At the very end, the after party, they were giving us drinks. They were like, like we had a drink ticket, and I was like, okay. And then my boss like bought me a drink as well, and I was like, so I bought one drink for the price of I brought I had three drinks for the price of one, and I was like, it was pretty great. Yeah. Awesome. See, but you live in that nonprofit life. So I'm, I'm living that faux profit life that we public right now, so on it's a even thing, better. and it's so it's, it's not expensive. just one drink. You just so get I'm all on my of it. I I man. had four drinks, faux free. Oh man! Oh. And they bought lunch. Oh, so at least you have food in your life. stomach to, Damn. to soak some of that up. Well, I mean, right. Yeah. Lunch with that, no, not anymore. <laughs> and then drinking with that five. So, <laughs> <laughs> and oh, I ain't drinking all bit. Well, in a minute, so you know it's like normal cadence of Robin drinking. I could do two to three cocktails, and then I'd be okay. This Robin, poor Robin, poverty Robin, like one to poverty two cocktails. Robin. 
but then also poverty robin was like but let me live my best life so one to two cocktails and i was good i was i knew it my brain was like robin stop it stop make good choices and then my heart was like fuck you brain the poverty robin was like Nah, Poverty Robin was like, I got two more free drinks. What am I Poverty doing? Poverty Robin was Look actually going to go in until until <laughs> Responsible Robin looked at the clock and was like, oh shit, it's 5.30. <laughs> and I'm far. I got to go. Because Poverty Robin could still be having them drinks, though. They still there. So but I Robin, love y'all. If Robin Allen's out y'all. of this episode... We know where she went. Well, no. Don't operate. Don't drink and operate either. Don't drink and operate either. I just went to myself. No AUIs, no FUIs. (laughs) Fluing under the influence. It's bad luck. That's what Harry did. Okay, anyway, previously previously on Wizard Team, um, to quote uh, Bay Friend Deborah, Voldemort turned into a pillar of salt. (laughs) Can we can can we do... That's pretty much what happened. The highlight of Bayfriend Deborah's newsletter, though, was, did you see the Black Panther trailer? Still? I don't know what to do with you, fam, but I love you. <laughs> she was very excited. And wanted everyone else to be just excited as excited She just wanted you to live your best life. You guys, yeah. like, it, like we said in the, or like they said in the announcements, um, sign up for a newsletter, because Bayfriend Deborah. It's <laughs> a particularly good one this week. Yep. Um, cool. So yeah, so Voldemort turned into a pillar of salt. The Death Eaters didn't follow him to Albania, even though they didn't know they were supposed to. And that was yeah. basically all that happened. And Peter got a yeah. Peter got a new hand, and that was what happened. Yeah. 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 All right, chapter thirty-four. <laughs> Um, so Wormtail approached Harry, who scrambled to find his feet to support his own weight before the ropes were untied. Um, and so, so yeah, so then Wormtail basically frees Harry and then Harry thinks about running for it, but he, his leg is injured back from in the maze when the spider got him. So, um, he can't run. Um, and so the Death Eaters closed ranks, forming a tighter circle around him and closing like the missing gaps. Because you remember, seating Voldemort chart. has assigned seating for when seating he calls, chart. yeah, for when he calls meetings for Death Eaters. So they were like, all right, we know they're not coming. Let's just tighten it up a little bit. Um, get it right. And so Wormtail get right. went get to get Harry's get right. wand. Get it right. Get it tight. Mm. Sorry. I'm, I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> okay. All right, Bubba Sparks. <laughs> That's cool. Um, so. Sorry. Okay, now I'm back. I also think it's hilarious that you know that song, but you don't know who Weezy is. Not at all. Is. Um, um, I know that song. So Wormtail returned Harry's wand. Wormtail ret- returned Harry's wand, um, and then, um, and then went back into his place with Death Eaters. So he does it without looking at Harry, which like, I think he's just a shit. He's like, damn, I really fucked up. But there ain't nothing I can do. I'm in it now. So, but he fucked up though. Like I feel like he's just like I'm. Yeah, but I think like I think with Wormtail, like he's he's I don't know. I think he's ashamed of where he's at, but also like he's not willing to yeah. change that situation. Because again, like we said, he could have smashed like whatever the fuck, whatever Voldemort he was, Horcrux Voldemort against the edge of the base. Yeah, he's resigned fine. himself, but he's kind he's of resigned, resigned himself. himself. He's like, well, this is yeah. the path I chose, so I might as well go all in. Because I think 
it was Deborah last week who said like there was something in Wormtail that does align with that belief system because he did have these like mm-hmm. outs and he never took them. And like if he was only there for cowardice, he would have took it out. Right. Especially when Voldemort was just like a wisp of smoke. Like <laughs> Right. How is he protecting you, fam? So it's like, yeah, what are you he's spending thirteen years as a rat. He's not. Look at you. Look at your choices. Make good choices, friends. <laughs> I love how he spent 13 years as a rat and still didn't, like, choose right? that for himself <laughs> after that. Because like, I feel like... That's just like, unfortunate. It was like, rat yeah. prison. Like, yeah. His, yeah, he his life is well miserable, but, like, it's all his doing. Like, because this right. is the thing, so, like, um, therapy moment. But you have, like, this moment in therapy where you have to, like, really reckon, like, self-reckoning of, like... And, I mean, this happens in... I'm, I'm sure it happens, like, to other people who just are smart enough to figure this out without spending a bunch of money on professional help. But um, there's this moment when you're, like, the common denominator in all the shit that goes wrong in my life is me. And then what am I doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what am, like, what am I bringing to these situations that like lead me down this path and you have to figure out like the the pathology is why he needs to spend some time with the Hogwarts guidance counselor but like there is this Hmm. like moment when you have to do some like self-reflection and reckoning of like you know like when people are like here's an here's an example I wouldn't use if I wasn't four cocktails in but if you are on your fifth or sixth assistant, chief of staff, personal assistant, and they all leave within the same amount of time frame, you should be like, hmm, six different people, same job, same outcome, something I'm doing wrong. Wormtail does not reach that until three months from now. And he still doesn't really. I mean, but does he even reach it, though? Because, right? Like, I think that, I don't think he's reached it. I think his hand is like, ha-ha, time's up. (laughs) Like, that's pretty much what happened. Like, I don't think he had any type of, like, reflection. Which is also a really interesting thing. Sorry, and we should probably, like, like, not do this until we get to that moment in the book. And I'll probably bring it up then, too. But, like, do you think that Voldemort somehow, because it's a magical hand... (laughs) makes it so that Wormtail can't betray him again or like you know like but just the way it happens is that he owes Harry yeah because if Wormtail like Wormtail being who he is right so this is like me and like we had this fight about me not seeing more black girls more dragons through just like (laughs) Bayana was like you're only as good as your word and I was like well my word ain't shit like let's be honest sorry guys I try my best, but my word ain't shit. I go with my emotions. And so, like, I would never build, like, give myself a magical thing in which, like, my life is dependent on my word. Because I know, like, if I'm scared, if I'm not, if it's a Tuesday and I'm just not feeling it, like, I'm just like, like, did you know how many times I've promised people, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go to that thing with you? Of course. I got you. And then the day rolls around and I'm like, but I don't have any pants on and I'm inside. (laughs) And that is literally it. That is the only thing it takes for me to break my word. Like, blah, I'm inside now. 
perceivers. That's <laughs> an MBTI Sorry. joke for those of you who understand that. Uh, INFP. As, as a judger, uh, <laughs> that is not a life I live. Right, say I'm sitting here like I don't know the INFP life. You making a you make a a really for me I'm on some like just don't make that promise. But I perceived at the time that I was gonna be able to do that. So I said yeah. And then at the time I wasn't I'm I'm on some like I don't really wanna do that. We'll see. No, no, I'll definitely be there. I really do wanna do that. It's like I'm not lying. I totally wanna do that. And I have yeah. this weird confidence that I'm going to do that. I'm like, yeah, I'm there. See, this that is, is why I like, like to know what people's MBTI is. Because if you're a P, <laughs> you can believe that you want to go. But me as a J, I'm going to see that P in you and be like, mm. <laughs> I'm going to take that with a slight mm. grain of salt. This but. is why me and Connie are cousins. This is why we work. She got me from the, the jump. <laughs> she, anyway. She didn't, we didn't have to go through that long slow process of me disappointing her until she's like okay I get it Look, I'm like I wasn't me, lying you picked I really me up from to. the airport and that was the most important thing <laughs> and even then I was late even then I was late right cause I had to pick up my pass it's true I'm sorry about that too Connie I'm really sorry okay <laughs> alright so um you oh lord sorry You've been sorry. I I got mad at Voldemort as like before I even read the sentence. My bad, y'all. Anyway, um, just I was just like, damn. You've been taught to duel, Harry Potter. Uh, said Voldemort softly. So I mean, yes, but not really because he was taught by Lockhart, and I don't think that counts. Why are you asking? This is not a question you should ask. (laughs) Maybe just start dueling. Like this is the most. Like this is the most. Yes. Like performative. He only wants the duel like, because of the f- just all it's pageantry. It's like yeah. look at how amazing I had. Also, like, it's, wait, yeah, also, it's really it's ridiculous. It's really great that um, as Voldemort's like he's got this new body and who knows how he's feeling. So he's basically gonna be like, I'm gonna test out how I feel on this 11 year old because I won't look bad because he's, I mean, 14, whatever, um, on this 14 year old and just see how I feel and then as like. Oh snap! Of course I beat him because he's fourteen, but it'll make me look like I'm amazing. But if you were gonna fight like Lucius right now, would he have won? Would he have been able to duel? I'll duel Lucius right now because he's so out of practice. He is fourteen but that, years but out of I mean, practice. He's also spent the last like six pages, <laughs> like. Okay, so Just I don't know talking. if anyone saw this this morning. I don't think you guys are like tied to the news as I am but um Tupé Fiasco had his whole cabinet together right. and they went around that the was table just this very same moment this was the same moment just yeah. exactly it's the same thing that just happened right so he's got he he his head is so inflated with all these like death eaters being like my liege my lord you the greatest we should, like just cape it for him just uh. I prostrate, I prostrate myself, myself like, mm-hmm, before you. Enough. Moving on. <laughs> and like, um, that's enough. So, <laughs> that's enough. That's enough. But like, where he's at mentally, he is like, he has patted himself on the back. He has like pumped himself, his ego up so high that he's kind of, I, I, I feel like Voldemort has forgotten himself. 
Like he's forgotten actually. Like it's been thirteen years since he's or fourteen years since he's held a wand. Like, you know what I mean? And like but he's so like, look at what I just mm-hmm. did, look what I just got like I just defeated death again. I got a body back. Like come at me, bro. Come at me. Right. He's crip walking he's all like, up and down uh, his father's grave. You know, like, it's a mess. Um, it's a problem. At the wasn't it at the Olympics, <laughs> I think? No, no, no. Yeah, when, like, they start cel- – this happens in the NFL a lot. When they start celebrating before they've actually scored, and then they fuck mm-hmm. up at the goal line. hmm Yeah. Wait, there was that – I just saw, like, a gif of a dude who – maybe it was at a baseball game. Oh. And, like, they were doing a – it was a race between, yes. like, this – I think it was a fan and a mascot. And so he's, like – he gets a head start, and then he's running. And he's, like, maybe 10 feet from the finish line. And he starts, like – you know, celebrating and shit. He's and then the mascot comes zooming past him. He looks, he's like, oh shit. And then he falls and bites it yes. in the face. Right. And there's this like the funniest thing I've ever seen. Him, like shooting the three, turning around and like putting his hands up in a V. Meanwhile, it like circles the goal and then like pops out, which happens in basketball. And it's like, mm, that's your life. That's, that is all of those, all those gifts, all but those But if you memes. hadn't. If you hadn't have like done the yeah. look at all, the look at how great I am, it would have like, been fine. It would be right, like damn, and that is cold what world. Voldemort is doing like right now. So just like yeah. dancing before he's crossed the finish line. Um, um, at these words, Harry remembered as though from a former life the dueling club at Hogwarts he had attended briefly two years ago. Two years ago, guys. Two whole years ago. Um, and we know Harry don't remember nothing that he learned. Um, <laughs> all that he had learned during there was a disarming spell Expelliarmus and what he what could it use could it be to deprive Voldemort of his wand aha aha uh, even if he could when he was surrounded by death eaters outnumbered at least 30 to 1 he had never learned anything that could possibly fit him for this he knew he was facing the thing against which Moody had always warned constant vigilance guys uh the unblockable Avada <laughs> Kedavra curse and Voldemort was right his mother was not there to protect him this time he was quite unprotected, which is also another aha, because that's a lie. Aha! You're not unprotected, your mama right. is there. Um, but yeah, I also, I would just like to, maybe Lockhart mm. did do one thing, right? Because, like, him getting attacked from that Expelliarmus charm, like, really times. stuck with Harry, and that's becomes the thing that he always... It's also, like, it's, really it's, funny, yeah. though, because he is and, so good at the Expelliarmus charm, and this is his... So, the way this is written, it lends you to think, okay, he has not really, I mean, maybe he's used it since then, but, like, he hasn't thought about the Expelliarmus term in a dueling setting since in two years, and yet his spell making is right. good enough that when Priori Incantatum happens, his wand doesn't, ju- like, he doesn't just die, right? Because there has to be this amount of strength that and they, like... it has like, to, like, happen at the right moment. Like, you have to say it at the right, right time. So his instinct and right. his reflexes are still, like, good. Right. But and also, so it's just really... He's been, like, learning spells all year for the maze and for, like, the, um... Like, for the Triwizard Tournament. And it's, like, it's not against Voldemort. But I think that... Do we think that any spell that he had, he says would have worked if it weren't Expelliarmus? If he says I, it at the right time and the and the, the spells, like, hit each other? 
I think so. Well, maybe, because I think, like, maybe Protego, in my yeah, head for some like, reason, I, I feel like Protego would work. I don't know why. One. That's just random. Um, in certain other instances later, like in Deathly Hollows, yes, Expelliarmus I... is, the, is the spell that works, but I don't, I, I'm curious to know. I also think it's- I don't know, I feel like it's the spell that Harry uses this time, because right. it's the first one that pops in his head, and then after <laughs> that, because it works, he's like, well, yeah. <laughs> might as well go back to that, because it's going to work. Like, too, because it's kind of not the opposite of Avada Kedavra, but it's like mm-hmm. it like it matches so well, right? Because it's the it's the spell that you use to protect yourself and not like yeah. hurt anyone else, right? Yeah, so it's, it's like direct, it's directly defensive as opposed to Avada's offensive, right? Right, and so mm-hmm. I think that that like really mm-hmm. helps the kind of magic because he's mm-hmm. choosing a spell that is kind of the Ooh, like he yeah. could have thrown Avada Kedavra back at Voldemort but like which would to me is like fuck yeah kill that motherfucker right like <laughs> if you're throwing <laughs> it at like if you're, if you're throwing it at Draco like, what's she disarming him for like actually time out time out though like why are you disarming him that's this what I'm is saying. the greatest dark wizard of all time. Like, why are you going for the kill shot? That's what Moody said. I mean, I wouldn't. He, you don't think he would mean it? He doesn't enough. want Voldemort dead. Mean it and be powerful enough to do it. That might actually not be true Man. because I feel like there are probably characters who, like Wormtail, probably is not powerful enough to use it, but has clearly killed people. But I think that, like Moody was like, you could all stare me in the dead in the face. And an entire class of you could say Avada Kedavra and I would not get a nosebleed. So I think that that also could have been like, hey, don't use this spell. Hey, don't use this spell. Harry, don't use this spell because <laughs> I'm going to you're going to face my dark lord later. So, you know, just maybe don't think about using it's not going to work. It's totally not going to work. Just don't even try it. Like Avada Kedavra is a dumb spell. Like, don't even use it. Like, why would you even think to use that against anybody? Because you're just not powerful enough. So I think that could have been part of it, but it's just, I think right. that it worked um, and psyched Harry out from using it. Yeah. Um, so Portia in the chat room says, um, yeah. is she the only one annoyed by the number of spells Harry learned over the last year in preparation for the Triwither tournament? Right. And he resorts to something he learned because Lockhart messed up two years ago. Right. Like he and he's too all these spells to get curious. through the maze. Yeah, to be ready to kill Voldemort now. Like, he's too curious about, like, the plans, I guess, that Voldemort has in store. But I also do think, I agree with Connie in the idea that, like, you're not strong enough, you're not strong enough, so what's even the point of attempting the spell? But there is something about, like, when you're in a life-or-death situation, right? If someone's, like, like, there are tons of people who are like, I would never shoot to kill or whatever, but then when they're in that situation, it's like, adrenaline takes over and it's him or me right that's how also i think we get so many like deaths when people are like could you just shot him in the leg like what are you why are you killing folk right because it you your brain becomes like turns into this him or me yeah type of like thing that you don't get in a normal situation i wonder if a wizard psychologist Someone who's friend who's a Ravenclaw, like friends with Luna. No, not no, no not not no. No, um, no. Oh, because, and I say no partially because no. 
Ayanla's like a counselor, and I mean like a psychologist who's like studying the wizard brain um, in a different way, like in a like real scientific way and not in a Ayanla way. Um, because in normal muggles, we study the fight or flight response. Right. And I wonder if there's like a, a, a study in the wizarding world about when you're in a adrenaline situation as a wizard, whether you use an offensive or a defensive spell, like if there's something like in yeah. your adrenaline that makes you choose one or the other, and Harry, for the most part, chooses a defensive spell, which is partially tied to his personality and his desire to save people, like, his brain is always going to be protect as opposed to destroy. Protect as opposed to destroy. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. You, you're, you should be a writer. Um, okay. So back to Voldemort. Grant's standing the most. What is he being right now? I feel like he's like Yes. That's what he's doing. Yeah, he's But he's grandstanding for his followers. Back to Voldemort doing the most. Totally. And the funniest thing about it, yes. right, is like if he yes. hadn't been doing all this, like this is where he takes his L. And then he if just he had just been it. like, I'm finna kill you, Harry. Like if he hadn't spent that whole six pages talking, yeah. if he had just been like, Great, you finna die. Even if Harry didn't die in that moment, like you could co- you could come back from that more than spending six pages talking about how you're the greatest person ever and then just orchestrating this the entire other duel thing and too, losing though, still. Is, like he does all of that, like you said, and then not only loses, but, like, wasted everyone's time, really. Like, had, like, Death Eaters. Like, Wait, who was it It's not just, like, you lost, it's like, bro, I didn't even get my family. Like, I was over here. And then you got, like, Barty Cross Jr., like, trying to escape Hogwarts. And then, he, like, here come Harry again. And he's like, but, motherfucker, like, I just, I was, I spent a year here. I spent right. an entire yeah. year trying to get him ready for you, though. though. You couldn't, like, and then you couldn't even like at that point, like, you don't like. That's my thing, and obviously that's the next chapter. But like, all this happens, and Barty Crouch Jr. is still like he's the greatest Dark Wizard. Right. I would have been like, hmm, this is interesting. Like, I need to reevaluate my though. allegiances. Like that's what we were <laughs> talking about. If Harry somehow escapes again, like, like maybe I'm on the wrong got side. Four times by a child. One of those times, he was a literal infant. Like, he was still... You got defeated by someone who didn't... Who was not potty trained. Think about that. Think about... He couldn't read. He couldn't write. And he couldn't go to the bathroom by himself. So... Who are we following? (laughs) And why? Also, I'm still wondering, like, why Crouch was still at Hogwarts. Like, as soon as he knew that Harry got the port key... I'd have been dipped. I wouldn't have gone back to my office to pack yeah. nothing up. I'd have just been gone. Like, where, where, where'd Matt I go? He said he went to the bathroom. He'll be right back. Like, I've been gone. Outro. I'm not sticking around and make mm-hmm. sure that, like, because what did you think was going to happen? The porky would come back with Voldemort and he would be like, ha, motherfuckers. Like, I don't know. Like, he's not going to want to face Dumbledore, right? So, like, what did you, what was, why are you still oh, that's there? That's true. That's true. So, like, I don't know what the, like, maybe he thought that, like, Wormtail would bring Harry's body back? I don't know. I don't know what the, what was supposed yeah, to happen. Maybe that was the plan. But um, whatever was the plan was, I would not have been around for the end. And, like, I got him to the port key. The rest is up to y'all. I'm out. 
Um, so Voldemort um, insists yeah. on bowing, which is really weird because why are who's who is this for? Like for the Death Eaters to Wild see Harry did do it? not kneel. <laughs> <laughs> we will not. We will not bend the knee. That's what I'm saying. Because like it's not like he's having Harry's bow in front of somebody who's gonna be like, oh snap, oh man, Harry bowed. It's in front of all the Death Eaters who he's gonna be humiliated humiliated anyway. So what is the purpose of I think Dumbledore would like to show you manners, show your you to show manners, bow to death, Harry. But I think that like he likes yeah, one he likes talking smack, and I also think that this is for the Death Eaters. I think this is like they are enjoying. I am it. Back. They're laughing a lot. Yeah, not yeah, but it's not even just that. But it's like I'm back and I'm in charge. Like I say something, you follow. Mm-hmm. Like that goes for Harry. That goes for you, Lucius. That goes for all you, y'all. All, all of y'all. Y'all's. Like, and also like there's a code. There's this morale. Like as much as we want to think of like Voldemort as like amoral or whatever, like he is trying to implement this like code. No, and like what I mean, he thinks are like traditional values or whatever the fuck that means like but he walked into Lily and James's house and just started murking people yeah but that's to like that is to serve the broader purpose but then once he ascends and takes his rightful spot as head of the dark empire then you know manners still exist people maybe or something or something um, I would just like to, sorry, I would like to, um, Portia said that Voldemort is like a cat, and I'm not totally sure how, but it reminds me, because earlier today, I was working, and I decided, you know, I'm I'm just listening to nothing, I'm gonna listen to some old Wizard Team podcasts, and there was a moment where Robin said that snakes were like cats, and it made no Wait, sense, but it reminds me like of that, because no, Voldemort is also like a snake, cats. and I was sorry. like, okay. I can understand my own brain. Okay, go ahead. Try to explain it again. Last time you so couldn't do it. Like so they're like predators, right? Go but right they ahead. also are not bothered by y'all. Like, you have to disturb a snake and you have to disturb a cat to get them to pay attention to you. Because they are, they, they instinctively know, bitch, you can't do nothing to stop me. So if you cross their path, they're just like, whatever. They're not paying attention to you. They ain't messing with you. But if you poke them, that's when they attack. Do not but they're not like... Dragon. Right, right. That's what that's what that meant. That snakes are like cats. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <Honey>. <laughs> the nodding is killing me. Um, Portia says that um, he's like a cat because he's toying with his food. Uh, snakes also prey. do that. That's real. Snakes do that as well. So, boom. Do you know that to be yes. true? Actually, mm. are you sure? Well, I mean, I've watched a lot of movies with pet snakes. Oh, okay, gotcha. Anaconda. Snakes on a plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was actually thinking okay. of a road trip. But, um, you know, whatever. Okay. Um, all right. So the Death Eaters were now laughing. Um, Harry did not bow. He was going to. He was not going to let Voldemort play with him before killing him. He was not going to give him the satisfaction. Mm-hmm. So this is just straight up go, do, uh, Gryffindor. Straight up, what this is. I said bow. It's all Gryffindor. Cause I would have been like, fine, we gonna bow, let's get over, let's get it over with. But he's like, no, I won't give you the satisfaction. Like, it's it's cool, I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, I said bow, Voldemort said, 
Um, he raised his wand, and Harry felt his spine curve as though a huge invisible hand were bending him ruthlessly forward. And the Death Eaters no, laughed harder dead. than ever. Is it really that funny, though? I mean, <laughs> with power, like, with, like, you know. <laughs> Dark Lord being back, they hype. They're just hype. They're just hype Fine right now. You. Like, yes, he's back. It's time. I think it's, ready. I, you know what? I'm sorry. I don't know about y'all, but I always find it hilarious when a 70-year-old man bullies a 14-year-old child. I always think, like, go around with my day thinking, you know what's missing from today? A 70-year-old grandfather bullying a 14-year-old child. That would have really made this day. I just realized that Voldemort is 70 and so is Toupé Fiasco, and we know how Toupé Fiasco rolls. We know how he rolls. They're not 14, but they're, they're, you know, disabled reporters, et cetera, et cetera. And people just start laughing. So it happens. <laughs> it's, I think it's also one of those things where you're like, <laughs> Jim Comey moment. I didn't know what, I didn't know how to react to this insa- insanity. And therefore I laughed or I said nothing. Or I was like, right. But also, <laughs> never mind. Like, I was going to bring up another like, uh, real life thing. But it's yeah. a happy place. We are in our happy place, and I feel like we're getting... Yeah. We're, well, we're and this also off. says that the Death Eaters laughed harder than ever, yeah. so it's not like an uncomfortable laugh. They were very much enjoying the 70-year-old man yeah. messing with the 14-year-old. I just, like, the other part about this, like, duel is, yeah, like, what, what do you get out of this? But also... <laughs> You do all of this and then you kill him yeah. if things go according to plan, right? You do all of this, you kill Harry, and then you're standing there with this dead Two dead child. child. Two dead children. Two dead children. Yeah. Two dead children yeah. at your feet. And Big Bad. That's powerful. Like, that's the children. accomplishment? Big bad powerful. Mm-hmm. That solidifies your spot as the greatest of all time. He's the greatest of all time. I we really need to be able to make yep. gifts out of these hangouts because Connie mixing her yogurt, talking about mm-hmm, best to ever do it, <laughs> greatest of all time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when Deborah was eating great talking about cops wallop. <laughs> I mean, most of all, Tosh. Look at her; she's still mixing her yogurt. <laughs> Judging. Um, <laughs> is judging it a flip? It's one of the flip ones, right? It. You gotta like put it in there and you gotta mix it up. Yeah. We are we are not paid by not. whoever Sponsor makes us. flip yogurts. Um, anyway, very good, said Voldemort. Yes, yeah, true. Um, very good, said Voldemort softly. Which and now you will face me like a man, shit. straight like, backed and proud the way your father died. And chapter, now we duel. He's like. My father was a fool, like your muggle mama. And now he's like, like, stop bringing his parents into this. You killed them. That's, he's talking smack. That's it's, the point. Like the you gotta bring, you have like to go straight to your mama. That's mama. like, talking smack 101. You gotta hit the parents. You have to go back, right. Like, oh, what are you doing if you, you don't go to the, the mom? with like, the dead what? parents card. It ain't. Yeah. It's low-hanging fruit, but, like, if you right. don't take it, then everybody's looking at you like the fam is right there. Just take it. So terrible. What are you doing? 
I don't know. I mean, you know, as far as like dark lords go, I feel like that's probably the least <laughs> of right. the indications that he's trash. But all right, I don't know. Um, okay, so Voldemort races wand, and before Harry could do anything, he had been hit again by the Cruciatus curse. So I also want to like point out that Voldemort's mm. not using spells that he's not creative. He's just like let's just go straight to the unforgivable curse because that's yeah. He's are, not like those are his like. This is a, like those are his go-to's. This is the thing about Voldemort. This is the thing about Voldemort is they were like there are four unforgivable curses. Three of them, but and so then he was like three. Sorry, there are three. That's right, <laughs> three unforgivable curses. And he's like, those three gonna be yep. my go-to's. It's like when people are like, do not litter, and they're like, is that the <laughs> comparison on the floor? What you gonna do about that? <laughs> no glass on the beach. You know, people like they're like no glass on the beach, and they be taking pictures with their glass drinking like at the side no glass on the beach like that is what he's he doing he can't remember any other spells and he is 70 he's a grown, he's a grown man. ass man he can't In remember fact. any other spells he's acting got a like bit of Alzheimer's just middle a middle he's created Alzheimer's no 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 he has created <laughs> new spells right <laughs> he's forgotten this I I but I believe that his dependence on the unforgivable curses are because there's such a taboo on using those and so it's his way of being like what they gonna do i do what i want yeah he's a rebel what can i say he he walks to the beat of his own drum you know what i mean (laughs) they always try to you know they they tell him not to go his own way but he's like you know i don't know any other way so harry harry's trying to out his curse you know? Um, he was shaking uncontrollably. <laughs> he was shaking as uncontrollably as Wormtail had done when his hand yes, had been cut off. Just how traumatic that is for your nerves. He staggered sideways into the wall of watching Death Eaters, and they pushed him away back towards Voldemort. A little break, said Voldemort. A little pause. That hurt, didn't it, Harry? You don't want me to do that again, do you? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Yeah. Dude is fucking answer. like creepy as fuck. I'm sorry. <laughs> Homeboy is such a mm-hmm. serial killer. Like criminal minds. It's this, Harry didn't this answer. is an episode of Wizard Edition. Those pity, pitiless red eyes were telling him so. He was going to die. There was nothing he could do about it. But he wasn't gonna play along. He was gonna oh, he wasn't gonna obey Voldemort. He wasn't going to beg. I asked you whether or not you want me to do that again said Voldemort softly. Answer me, Imperio. And Harry felt, for the third time in his life, the sensation that his mind had been wiped of all thought. Ah, it was like bliss, not to think, as it was as though he were floating, dreaming. Just answer no, say no. Just answer no. I will not, said a stronger voice (laughs) in the back of his head. I won't answer. Just answer no. I won't do it. I won't say it. (laughs) Just answer no. I won't. And these words burst from Harry's mouth. They echoed through the graveyard, and the dream state was lifted as suddenly as though cold water had been poured through, had been thrown on him. Back rushed, back rushed the aches that the Cruciatus curse had left over all over his body. Back rushed the realization of where he was and what he was facing. You won't," said Voldemort quietly. And the Death Eaters were not laughing now. You won't say no, Harry. Obedience is a virtue I need to teach you before you die. Perhaps another little vo- <laughs> little dose of pain. Do you though? Like that? 
But he's gonna be dead. But though. like, what's the point he's of teaching him that if you're gonna kill him? Like, where is died. he gonna use that like that information dead, and like those skills? Where he can't put that on his resume, he's dead. Resume, he can't put it to practical use. Like, <laughs> I learned he can't put that on LinkedIn. And then I died because he's dead. I can't endorse that skill in Harry because he learned it and then he did. Like, I don't... I would totally endorse Harry's <laughs> skills of obedience, <laughs> but, he... but he didn't even have a time to update Right, LinkedIn because he's dead. Because he learned it and then he died. I don't understand. Does he get a certificate? Right, like, you've passed the course on obedience, obedience as a virtue. Like, does he get a degree? But to be, to be serious, child. though, the Death Eaters are not laughing because Harry, a child is able to withstand the imperious curse. This also should be when Voldemort is like, eh? <laughs> I may have miscalculated. Nope. He's stronger than I Instead, thought. he plays himself. But he, he's still feeling him. He's in that 74-year-old. Mm-hmm. Just, he's in the height of his senality. Um, okay, so Voldemort races Juan, and this time Harry was ready. With the reflexes born of his Quidditch training, he flung himself sideways onto the ground. He rolled behind the marble headstone of Voldemort's father, and he heard it crack as the curse missed him. We are not playing hide-and-seek, Harry. You cannot hide from me. Does this mean you're tired of our duel? Does this mean you would prefer for me to finish it now? Come out, Harry. Come out and play, then. It will be quick. It might even be painless. I would not know. I have never died. Um, didn't you just we come just back had to life one? Party and you're already you did ungrateful. One ungrateful like we're at your rebirth literally you call it a rebirth you can't be reborn if you didn't die so there's that um second of all i I thought she needed to still teach him obedience back i mean but do they (laughs) never mind that's what i'm saying it didn't die it's two different things also i thought we needed to teach him obedience want to get technical right i just think that He's Voldemort is going back on his word. You know what I'm saying? Like he's not really like. But he also did say though. But this isn't going back on his word because he also said that he never died. Oh, that's not. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the obedience thing. Oh, the obedience part. Like he got um, tired that quick. Something like really. Right, Portia had something really interesting to say in the chat, which is like, you know, all of the Death Eaters were probably initiated by an unforgivable mm-hmm. curse and failed. So they're looking at fourteen-year-old mm-hmm. Harry with jealousy, and that's why they shut up. That's because... real. But that's also like, it's one of those weird. <laughs> oh, Connie hurt winkles. Um, but it's also this weird thing where that sets Harry apart, but it's not like. I don't know. It's like the the norm is not that you can withstand an unforgivable curse. Like that's not the norm, right? So that should like say Harry is special, not that everyone else is mediocre. Which is something that like human nature happens. It happens in, in human nature all the time when you're like, oh, white privilege exists, and then people are like, but I'm poor. I don't have privilege. And it's like, bitch, that's not what I said. Like that's not like you being the exception to this one thing doesn't mean that this whole greater thing does not exist, right? Um, And so it's kind of funny to think that if we take Portia's, like, argument as truth, that they would be 
jealous of a 14-year-old being able to withstand the imperious curse as opposed to being in awe and being like, well, maybe this motherfucker is the chosen one. Like, I feel like this entire chapter, like, at the end of it, the Death Eater should be like, that was awkward. I'm going to go. And I never show back up again. And I don't understand... Right. I still don't understand up. like how or why because they showed up like they once you like, show up oh. you there and it's Voldemort and he gonna come find you so you might as well just keep going you know they got families yeah. like he knows they and Lucius is like ugh I mean I think I like Draco or whatever but he ain't no hair he's <laughs> <laughs> all a spade of spade he can't take care of himself he, he don't have it. He's not chosen. That's true I mean I get it. okay Harry was crouched behind the headstone and knew the end had to come or the knew the end had come. There was no hope, no help to be had. As soon as he heard Voldemort draw nearer still, he knew one thing only, and it was beyond fear or reason. He was not going to die crouching here like a child playing hide and seek. He was not going to die kneeling at Voldemort's feet. He was going to die upright like his father, and he was going to die trying to defend himself, even if no defense was possible. Again, Gryffindor. It's just so good. It's so good. It's the most Gryffindor thing I've ever seen in my life. Except for that time when Jon Snow went by himself to go to the Wildling Army. That was the other <laughs> Gryffindor moment. And I was just like, for why? And I, we want to go back like a page, I guess. I don't know if it was a page or whatever. But when he says he was going to die like Cedric, those pitiless red eyes were telling him so. He was going to die and there was nothing he could do about it. But he wasn't going to play along. So, like, there's just something in Harry that's like, and this happens to him a couple of times, but he kind of accepts his fate, but he's going to hold on to like that bit of dignity or the things that he thinks he can control. And in doing so, it's usually how he ends up getting out of the, you know, inevitable, mm-hmm. which I mean, I'm thinking mostly of like when he goes yeah. to the forest to meet Voldemort and Deathly Hallows, right? He's like, all right, well, you know, I did the best I could. The forest again I, is one of my you know, favorite chapters. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Well, you can leave those feelings on the bitch. No. Except no. you brought it no. up, though, Robin, so wouldn't you be sitting I know, there with her? I'm going to power through. I'm, so I'm going to power through. Okay. And we're going to not let her talk. You're so rude. I told you I would Damn. And bring it to the feelings bench. <laughs> I mean, but actually, if you saw our chat when Connie said she wanted to be on here because she had feelings. <laughs> they both I've shut me down with gifts. Since jump. They both shut me down with gifts. It was rude. I used the the, I use the um, Forrest Gump seats taken. No. Rude. No. But that just means Can't you're on here. the bench already. Right. Anyway, this you chapter know, is need... very reminiscent to the Forest again for multiple reasons because it's where everybody okay. shows okay. up like gives Harry. Okay, oh, let's get into it so fuck. I can read it. <clears throat> that was Damn it, that's, why, that's why that ty- that chapter is called The Forest Again. Anyway. So. Right, I was gonna say they're they're not in the forest now, so that's oh, yeah, not why it was called that. Okay, then I can't remember why. But <laughs> yes. I mean, I feel like yes, she wrote absolutely. it to book in this chapter for sure. There, but there's something innately in Harry. He's a Gryffindor. Just like he is, um, he's hard headed. Like we know this. It's one of the reasons why we sure. hate him. It's one of the reasons why if you go to any Harry Potter convention ever, people are consistently talking about how Harry is annoying. Like it's the only fandom. Where well, I don't hate oh, him. Orange is the new black character. <laughs> I mean, universally loved. I don't know. I think fans. one of the things about that, no, about Harry and I feel like we should keep going though because it's getting late <laughs> and it's hot as fuck. 
where I am and I need to turn my yes. fan on. Yes. Like I'm dying. I literally actually. have an ice pack. No, I had to put my ice pack back because it melted pack. while I was watching Game of Thrones and I was like, shit, now I can't use it while I'm recording and my fan's not on. So I'm melting right now. So I just feel like we gotta yes. hurry up. I need a ch- I need a church fan. Shut up, Robin. Nobody cares about you and your Bay Area weather. I hate I hate I'm it. fine. Um, and your office. And your office which probably has air conditioning. Um so the one Lovely. thing See, now I forgot because I was just mad that I'm so hot right now. Um, so I forgot what I was um, going to we say. We were talking about how Harry is not, like, people don't really like Harry, which oh, I kind of disagree yeah, with. Yeah, I was going to say. People still. Yeah, I was going to say, like I don't, I don't hate just, Harry. He's just not anyone's favorite character. Mm-hmm, right, and I'm like, I don't hate Harry. I think there's, like, the point is that, I think the point is that, like, he's supposed to be mediocre, right? Like, the point is that, like, no, I don't think he was chosen. There's this prophecy. He had no kind of, like, say about that around that. He's a kid. He's only been in yeah. the magical world for, like, I get at this point, four years. Like, he's still just learning, like, who he is as a person. And that's really true to, like, who teenagers are and, like, how they develop. And so, like, of course you're going to hate them. Middle schoolers are the worst. Like... And so it yeah, makes no, a lot. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I'm not saying that the fandom hates Harry. I'm saying it's like one of those things where, like, as opposed to like Snape, for example, it's just universally accepted right. that Harry is mediocre, and there aren't even like Harry stands being like, no, you don't understand. Right, no, nah, but he's really true. not. It's like, nah. Whereas, like, even people reading this book somehow, some however wrong-headed, I don't know, they got dropped on their heads or whatever, somehow read this book and hear that Snape is a hero. Like, those people exist. I've never seen an argument between fans that have, like, differing views of Harry's talent level. Like, it's just... I've never yeah, seen Yeah, I mean... And I think that that's Yeah, I think it's great, amazing. but I also think that, like... And I think I've seen... I have seen people who are like, I don't like Harry. Why is he the... thing? Like, he doesn't... He's mediocre and I'm like well I mean I tend to argue that the point is that he's mediocre like he's not supposed to be some yeah. big special person yeah I think that they're and different so... there there are people that like there are people that do dislike him and then there are people like I love Harry I love him right. partially because I feel like mediocre, we're all, right who, who like, among us I, really I, are like not <laughs> I mean like I mean you know what I'm saying like I don't want to but like actually though my my dad has told me many a times that I'm. I mean, shit. I get told all the time that I'm exceptional as well. I'm just saying, like, there are seventy, you there are, are seven billion people in the world. Most people are mediocre. That's just like, that's average, right? Like, that's I'm not one of them. That's average. average. I don't know that life. So, like, but... that there has to be mediocre right. for people to be exceptional. Like, wrong to be like, average. below average. So you know what I'm saying? Like, we're all right. getting A's right now in our OWLs, and I think that's fine. We're passing. Yeah. <laughs> Except for me. My okay. dad said I'm special. Okay. Um, so I mean, that could go either way. Special. Okay. <laughs> go um, but I'm special. Though. All right. I'm going to read a bit Britishly, because this is fun. Okay. Ooh, Britishly. <laughs> Before Voldemort could stick his snake-like, snake-like face, Snape and Snake... Same thing. Uh, snake-like face around the headstone. Harry stood up. He gripped his wand tightly in his hand, thrust it out in front of him, and threw himself around the stone facing Voldemort. Voldemort was ready. As Harry spa- shouted Expelliarmus, Voldemort cried, Avada Kedavra. 
A jet of green light issued from Voldemort's wand, just as a jet of red light blasted from Harry's. They met in midair, and suddenly, Harry's wand was vibrating as though an electric charge was surging through it. His wand, his hand seized up around it. He couldn't have released it if he wanted to, and a narrow beam of light connected the two wands, neither red nor green, but bright, deep gold. Harry, following the beam of his astonished gaze, saw that Voldemort's long white fingers, too, were gripping a wand that was shaking and vibrating. And then, nothing could have prepared Harry for this. He felt his feet lift from the ground. He and Voldemort were both being raised into the air, their wands still connected by the thread of shimmering gold light. They glided away from each other, uh, glided away from the tombstone of Voldemort's father, and then came to rest on a patch of ground that was clear and fear free of graves. Which I did not ever notice before. I thought they were just like floating in midair, like with just like a bubble around them. I didn't realize that they had moved. Like I didn't I get the point of why up. they were moving. Probably so Harry didn't fall on a um, grave at the end. Was... Probably one of the editors was like, hmm, this seems potentially dangerous for our hero. So maybe we just move him over a couple feet so he doesn't fall like and crack having... his head on, on but, uh, Nobody right. gets... Yeah. Um, the Death Eaters were shouting. They were asking Voldemort for instructions. They were closing in, reforming the circle around Harry and Voldemort, the snakes slithering at their heels and some of them drawing their wands. Only some of them? What are the rest of them doing? Anyway. <laughs> the golden thread connecting Harry and Voldemort splintered, though the wands remained connected. A thousand more beams arced high over Harry and Voldemort, crisscrossing all around them until they were go- enclosed in a golden dome-shaped web, a cage of light beyond the Death Eaters, beyond which the Death Eaters circled like jackals, their cries strangely muffled now. Do nothing! Voldemort shrieked to the Death Eaters, and Harry saw his red eyes wide with astonishment at what was happening saw him fighting to break the thread of light, still connecting his wand with Harry's. Harry had on, held on to his wand more tightly, with both hands, and the golden thread remained unbroken. Do nothing unless I command you, Voldemort shouted at the Death Eaters. Seems a bit weird. Like, you freaked out, and you don't Can want I them to do anything? Can I just say one thing? Yeah. Yeah. But, can I just say one thing, though? Um, so, Harry... There was, like, vibrating, and then Harry is um, connecting his wand. He held onto his wand more tightly with both hands. The, uh, like, a chapter or two ago, he got hit, and he dropped his wand, but now he's going to hold it tighter. Like, oh, mm-hmm. it's so frustrating. It's so stupid. <laughs> so you should have done the first you time. You going to be mad at him for learning the oh. lesson? Why are you going to be mad at him for learning the lesson, though? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> he, Shouldn't have had to learn trying. it. Constant vigilance. <laughs> he's finally getting it. Sometimes it takes being knocked out Finally. for you to get the message. Sometimes. And he, they, this is real. Gotta be crazy I mean, honest you know, twice. first time he had no idea his wand was missing. So I think, you know, baby <laughs> steps. major improvement. That's what I'm saying. Like. <laughs> and then an unearthly and beautiful sound filled the air. It was coming from every thread of the light spun web vibrating around Harry and Voldemort. It was a sound Harry recognized though he'd only heard it once before in his life. Phoenix song. It was the sound of hope to Harry, the most beautiful and welcome thing he'd ever heard in his life. He felt as though the song were inside of him instead of just around him. It was the sound he connected with Dumbledore, and it was almost as though a friend were speaking in his ear. Don't break the connection. Real quick. (laughs) Sorry, really quickly. So the Phoenix song, which Portia points out, right, is like, so both of their wands have a phoenix mm-hmm. feather in it and it's actually foxes fox and it's also foxes uh feather which again 
here comes Fox saving the day. Yep. Right. Like coming in he, clutch. That's what I'm saying, so man. Greatest of all time. Coming in clutch. Um, but Portia had questions <laughs> about nice. when Fox gave his feathers to Ollivander. Was he in the wild at the time, or was he owned by Voldemort? I mean, owned by Dumbledore. And then why would Dumbledore give Portia's. Ollivander two of his feathers? And I mean, I think that like maybe it's a common thing to like it's also give feathers. You know, thing. what I'm wondering, I don't know how like common phoenixes are, but then also like it's probably a regular yeah. thing for like certain magical creatures to like use. So Ollivander probably, if Fox was owned by Dumbledore at the time, like Ollivander could have been like, hey, I kind of want to use that for for a wand. Is it cool? And like Dumbledore's probably like <laughs> oh, and then Amani's in there being salty. But I also like yeah, I think Amani's assuming that Dumbledore didn't them, ask for Fox giving them consent, willingly. But like I'm sure he was like, hey Fox, mind if I use this? this I think he take this feather. See, I think he has to because otherwise, every time he's wilting before a burning day, you would just have a bunch of feathers, right? Because he starts losing feathers and looking really badly. But those feathers, I don't think probably are yeah that's what i was thinking they're not suitable good enough like for right. one yeah they're not good because they're dying so i think he might like right. molt every like he probably has molted one feather twice and it just fell off and he's like sure you could use it and then and yeah. then that's just what happens like i don't think they were plucked or maybe he's like he so this is like a weird thing but like zelda will like groom herself you know maybe Maybe's when like, he's grooming wait, himself Fox, Isn't Fox a Fox? I think I feel like Fox. Misgendering Fox. I feel like they use masculine yeah, I think pronouns. So too. Yeah. But yeah, I keep forgetting. Either, oh, so, but if Fox, let's just let's we'll do neutral, gender neutral. <laughs> if when maybe Fox grooms itself, and when they groom, they at whatever time, not normally. I don't know how birds. Work. I mean, it's, it's also a magical bird, but, also but like. Yeah, it's also it's a like, magical fictional yeah. word. <laughs> the rules are whatever right. we make of it. Right. But I feel like there has to be some sort of, like, willingly given. Yeah. Bone of the... Oh, God. <laughs> willingly given. And, um, and I wonder... And the question of when is also key because it was 50... Well, seven... Well, mm, at least 60 years ago. 50. It was at least 60, 60 years, ago. years ago if Voldemort is in his 70s and was 11 when he got his wand... So I wonder if, like, Portia's question, like, did both feathers come at once? Or were they like, here's here's a phoenix feather, I shipped it to, you know, I owled it to you from, from mm-hmm. Hogwarts, then Voldemort got it, and then, like, 20 years later, here's another phoenix feather, and he just had it in the, you know, in his back stores, or whatever, um, until Harry connected with the wand. Um, so those are good questions. I don't think Joe has ever. I don't think anyone's ever asked Joe in a setting where she's been able to answer it. Hashtag Wither Team on Twitter. Qt Qtna questions that need answers. Um, cool. Yeah, I was I just Amani's being the most. So I'm just gonna say okay. Um, <laughs> We already said so. Portia also asked, "Does Fox have a real world wizard equivalent?" Fox is a Fox of De- is a part of Desi- No, Fox, Fox is a part of Destiny's menagerie with Buckbeak and Hedwig. Oh yes, that's true. So she's with Buckbeak. I'm pretty sure Fox is Calindria. Fox is right? Calindria. Yeah. It's actually Fox Calindria. Her full name is Fox Calindria. Roland. <laughs> Roland. Fox Calindria. Yeah. Roland. I can't. All right. Poor Buckbeak. I mean. <laughs> but is it though? I well, was Michelle was fire. Let's be honest. With their wings. 
When Jesus says yes, nobody okay. can say no. So don't break the. Uh, when don't Bobby break the I know connection. Harry told the music. I know Harry told the music. I know I mustn't. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll jump in later. Okay. Um, no sooner had he fought it that the thing became much harder to do. Um, his wand began to vibrate more powerfully than ever before, and it was as though the large beads of light were sliding up and down the thread connecting the wands. Harry felt his give a shudder, um, and his hand under his hand as the light beads began to slide slowly and steadily his way. Um, and the direction of the beam's movement were now toward him from Voldemort, and he felt his wand shudder angrily. As the closest of bead of light moved near to Harry's wand tip, the wood beneath his fingers grew so hot he feared it would burst into flame. That's how I feel right now because it's 90 degrees at like 9.30 p.m. and it's the worst. Um, He concentrated every last particle of his mind upon forcing the bead back toward Voldemort, his ears full of phoenix song, his eyes furious, fixed, and slowly, very slowly, the beads quivered to a halt and then just as slowly began to move the other way and it was Voldemort's wand that was vibrating extra hard now. Voldemort who looked astonished and almost fearful. Um, so really quickly, like pointing out that he looks fearful. Um, but then also this is magic. He doesn't understand. Um, and you know, like we were talking about in the last chapter about how Voldemort has, um, like there are things that he doesn't understand and then he ignores it or underestimates it. And the things that he actually like finds valuable are the things that he overestimates. So like, I'm sure once this is over, he plays it off like, oh, it was just a fluke and like, whatever, I'll get him next time. Yeah. But in this moment, he's afraid because he's like, right. I don't know what's going on. But also we do know that he Well, this is what it. starts off his whole exception or his yeah. whole thing with getting the elder Yeah, wand. like it does freak him out. Yeah. So he does take it seriously, but it just, he then decides to go on another different kind of obsessive hunt instead of like hunting for how to stay you know become immortal he begins to hunt for the elder wand so one of the beads of light was quivering inching from the tip of Voldemort's wand Harry didn't understand why he was doing it didn't know what it might achieve but now he concentrated he now he concentrated as he never had done in his life on forcing the bead of light right back into Voldemort's wand and slowly very slowly it moved along the gold thread it trembled for a moment and then it connected um, so Portia asks, um, she says, can you read back ha- the spells that Harry cast before? Did they just appear when his v- wand vibrated? Um, and I don't think they did because the beetle light didn't connect. So it was getting close and then he was like, nah, and he forced it back to Voldemort. And so this, so like if that beetle light had actually connected with, um, Harry's wand, this chapter would be way less interesting because it would just be like, Expelliarmus, <laughs> stupefy. Point me point spell. Me. Like it would just be like, well, this is useless. Um, One of the last spells he used was literally right. the point me spell. Which is, That's right. it. Nothing like not even any sparks. Nope. Just but also goes to show me. you, like again, seventy four year old man killing folk versus fourteen year old child being right. like, which means <laughs> <laughs> like, like, <laughs> those are. Right. Like, you know what I mean though? It's like priority. This is your this is this is the person that you mm-hmm. have to defeat. And it goes back to what I was saying about like the hoops he'll jump to jump through to not have to confront Dumbledore. Because that's who you should mm-hmm. be fighting. Right? You wanna prove that you are the greatest wizard of all time. He's to ever do it. Then that's who you need to be going after. Yeah. Right? Like 
Beyonce wasn't trying to knock off. Who are you trying to think of somebody you don't want to shade? Trying to think of somebody to shade? Right. Um, well, wait. For This is not a, a line of tangent, but remember there's that post that keeps going around where it's like, um, Beyonce's solo album came out and the reviewer was like, but she's nowhere shanty. <laughs> right, right. Oh, right. That's what, right. that, what you were trying to get to reminded me of Robin. That's what I, basically what I was trying to get to. Like, I was going to then switch to basketball, something that's like top of mind or whatever, but it's like... LeBron James was not trying to knock off like Jason Williams. Who? Or, you know, Jason with a Y, J A Y, because there's four Jason oh Williams in the league. Like, you know Sports what I mean? Ball. Like, he was going after Kobe. Sports ball, yes. It's, it, it's important, damn it. I'm missing I don't know what that is. Finals. I mean, that's not really your fault because you were like, can we start, can we like start on time and like be ready? And then you came half an hour late talking about I'm tipsy. I had a well, I need drink. to finish by halftime, but first I need to go get four drinks. <laughs> so that was on right. you. I and do was Robin team. makes poor choices. Poor Robin. I mean, I don't. You had good I've intentions. Good um, yeah, but I just think that it's like interesting because when you are thinking about like I want to prove myself to be the best, and I want to like, or I'm, I'm the greatest wizard of all time. You don't go after the 14-year-old. <laughs> you go after who is considered the greatest wizard of all time. Like, that's who I need to knock off his post. His post. Like, you're not proving... I mean, we've said this, like, 80, 50, 11 times now. But he's not proving I mean, if And defeat. still, like, he never actually goes after Voldemort. Dir- I mean, after Dumbledore directly anyway. So that's the other thing. He's on some, let's have someone right. else kill him for me so I don't have to deal with it. Because, you know. It's a personal test. So at once, Voldemort's wand began to emit echoing screams of pain. So that's the Cruciatus curse. Um, then, mm. uh, then Voldemort's red eyes widened in shock. A dense, smoky hand flew from the tip of it and vanished. So that's Wormtail's hand. Um, the ghost of the hand he had made Wormtail. Great. Um, more shouts of pain. And then something larger began to blossom from Voldemort's wand tip. A great grayish something that looked as though it were made of the solidest, densest smoke. It was a head, now a chest and arms. The torso of Cedric Diggory. So Wormtail killed Cedric. I think we should just, you know, say that multiple times. Wormtail killed Cedric. But he used Voldemort's wand, so that's why it's coming. But where's his own wand? I don't know. I mean, he was a rat. He had to get rid of it because he could only carry around Voldemort's wand for 13 years. That's why they kidnapped Ollivander. What was he going to do with Voldemort's wand? No, but... But like, I mean, he might have he might also have his wand, but I think he used. He must because really he used no other spells. And like, if he was if Wormtail had the wand and was using it himself until he got back to Voldemort, but probably when they just because he had to carry Voldemort's Horcrux ass and the robes. Like, he was just like, well, I'll just use, I'll leave my wand. Or it's, like, in his back pocket or something, and he's like, well, I have this one in my head. So it's all... And he didn't use that spell for the the potion because he didn't need a wand for the potion, so... Right. Yeah. I think it's Okay, so if... (laughs) It's in the house. Okay, sorry. Um, (laughs) Sounds like a horror story. What is happening in the... Never mind. If everyone, uh, sorry, if ever Harry might have released his wand from shock, it would have been then, but instinct kept him clutching his wand tightly, which he's learning. 
He's learning. So that the thread of the golden light remained unbroken, even though the thick gray ghost of Cedric Diggory was it a ghost? It looked so... Sorry, it was like on the other page. It looked so solid. Um, <laughs> emerged in its entirety from the end of Voldemort's wand as though it were squeezing itself out of a very narrow tunnel. tunnel. Um, and this shade of Cedric stood up and looked up and down the golden thread of light and spoke. Hold on, Harry, it said. Its voice was distant and echoing. Harry looked at Voldemort. His wide red eyes were still shocked. He had no more expected this than Harry had. And very dimly, Harry heard the frightened yells of Death Eater of the Death Eaters prowling around the edges of the Golden Dome. More screams of pain from the wand, and then someone else emerged. Um, an old man Harry had seen only in the dream was now pushing himself out of the end of the wand, just as Cedric had done. So that's Frank. And his ghost or shadow or whatever it was fell next to Cedric's and surveyed Harry um, and Voldemort. He's a real wizard then. Killed me that one did. You fight him, boy. But already... <laughs> right, it's such a... Like, it's fine. Old man thing to say. Yeah. Um, and also, <laughs> like... boy. That's what I'm saying. He's also a muggle. Because I'm like, what is... I'm like, he still has no idea what's happening. Like, he's still a muggle. So he's like, oh, he is a wizard. Okay. He killed me. So... Like, he... He has, you fight right, him. He has I'm on no your idea what's going on. Um, <laughs> I don't but know what's going on, but you look like you're like, a guy. Yeah, but it's also like he is a wizard. Like you didn't see, you didn't see him. You don't like. <laughs> like right, he was Frank a child. He was should a baby. Be like who's that dude? Who's that dude? Like I don't <laughs> know either, y'all. But maybe you just, yeah, maybe you just instinctively know. Yeah. On like um, pushing daisies when Ned will be like, "Who killed you?" And they're like, "I don't. <laughs> I didn't see his face." But maybe. If you get killed by a wizard, you know exactly who killed you because you just climbed out of his lawn. I, yeah. Um, Excellent choice of the Pushing Daisies reference, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so then um, Bertha Jorkins comes out. Uh, Don't let go now, she cried. Don't let him get you, Harry. Don't let go. I also, I just want to say that I feel like, the, like Bertha came out, surveyed the battle before her with wide eyes because Bertha stayed trying to get That's the true. Even That's true. <laughs> Even in death, like, what's going on here? What's happening here? Um, she and the other two shadowy figures okay, began to no, pace wait. around the inner walls of the golden web while the Death Eaters flitted around the outside of it and Voldemort's dead victims whispered as they circled the duelers, whispered words of encouragement to Harry and hissed words Harry couldn't hear to Voldemort. And now another... Okay. Ha- should I read hold it on, or should you? Hold on. So I'm going to read it and then you can read it okay. again because it is... Uh, my book says, my first edition, Goblet of Fire, says, And now another head was emerging from the tip of Voldemort's wand, and Harry knew when he saw it who it would be. He knew as though he had expected it from the moment when Cedric had appeared from the wand, knew because the man appearing was the one he thought of more than any other tonight. The smoky shadow of a tall man with untidy hair fell to the ground as Bertha had done, straightened up and looked at him. And Harry, his arms shaking madly now, looked back into the ghostly face of his father. Your mother's coming, he said quietly. She wants to see you. It will be all right. Hold on. And she came, and, and she came, her, for her ugh, first her head, then her body, a young woman with long hair, the smoky, shadowy form of Lily Potter, blossomed from the end of Voldemort's wand, fell to the ground, and straightened like her husband. She walked close to Harry, looking down at him, and she spoke in the same distant, echoing voice as the others, but quietly so that Voldemort, his face now livid with fear, as his victims prowled around him, could not hear. When the connection is broken, we will linger for only moments, but we will give you time. You must get to the port key. It will return you to Hogwarts. Do you understand, Harry? 
And I'll stop there because I'm pretty sure yours is the other order right. because that's the wrong one Which, order. Okay, I'm going to read it and then we have to talk about it. Also, shout out to Amani because I obviously, guys, not in my normal recording space. Um, he sent me a link so I could follow the chapter online. And I also got um, the wrong wand order hmm. in this oh. week. So, Interesting. Okay, so what really happened, yeah. because this actually makes, like, <laughs> and I'm not saying that, like, I'm saying that they got it wrong the first time. Like, actually, that's just what happened. Um, but I do want to talk about, yes, like, but it, how they... But I understand they, why. Yeah, but I, I do want to talk about how they... Um, anyway, let me read it first. Um, so, and, and now another head was emerging from the tip of Voldemort's wand, and Harry knew when he saw it who it would be. He knew as though he expected it from the moment when Cedric had appeared from his wand, knew because the woman appearing was the, was the one he had thought of more than any other tonight. Right. This, it's, it feels like... Which neither is true. It feels he like hasn't shade. Mentioned, it feels he hasn't like mentioned shade. either of his parents. It feels like shade. Okay. The smoky wait, wait, wait. shadow... Wait, wait, wait. Say it again? Huh? Say it again? Sorry. I got okay, he, in the chat room. He knew as though he expected it from the moment when Cedric had appeared from the wand, knew because the woman appearing was the one he had thought of more than any other tonight. The smoky shadow of a young woman with long hair fell to the ground as Bertha had done, straightened up and looked at him. And Harry, his arm shaking madly now, looked back into the ghostly face of his mother. Your father's coming, she said quietly. Hold on for your father. It will be all right. Hold on. And he came, first his head, then his body, tall and untidy, haired like Harry. The smoky, shadowy form of James Potter blossomed from the end of Voldemort's wand, fell to the ground and straightened like his wife. He walked close to Harry, looking down at him, and he spoke in the same distant, echoey voice as all the others, but quietly so that Voldemort, his face now livid with fear as his victims prowled around him, could not hear. When the connection is broken, we will linger for only moments, but we will give you time. You must get to the port key. It will return you to Hogwarts. Do you understand, Harry? Um, so the reason I said it sounds like shade, I know it's not, but Cho would disagree. Like, well, no. What? <laughs> what? What does Cho have to do with anything? What? Because, like, the woman that he'd been thinking of, you guys forget that when he started this night, he was going into the tri- like the maze, and he was thinking about how Cho would, like... Yeah, but I think when they say the woman he had been thinking of the most, t- more than any other tonight, they mean, like, since he got, like, since he got through, yeah. like, you know what I mean? But also, no, he I know, hasn't thought of... I mean, but I also think that, like... he's been men- They've both been mentioned. Equally. Right, I was gonna say, I mean, like, he... I mean, I think, like, I, I'm gonna die, like, I think that the... I've been thinking of my father most makes more sense, makes sense in that, like, he has been thinking a lot, like, okay, I'm going to die like my dad, and, like, that's what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, like, um, but then also Voldemort has brought up his mom. Like, Voldemort keeps bringing up both his parents. And right. so I could understand yeah, why it would be both. The reason I think, it, it, the reason it feels like, it sounds like Shay to me, which it's not, but it's only when you read them back to back where it's, like, um, the the man appearing was the one he thought of more of any other tonight. Just kidding. The woman he that appeared had been he had thought of more than any other. Um, and then the fact that they just literally just like copy paste like flip them is yeah. like funny. They literally to me. just changed you. all but, the, the gender cause references. Right, because it's literally the same. Like it's pretty much the same passage. They just like flipped that part. Yes. Um, well, they changed yeah, like the, I've never actually seen one before. The, um, one the the line, smoky like, shadow of a tall man with untidy right. hair fell to the ground as Bertha had done. Um, like that's like the the first description of like the parents is what they she actually has to go back and but rewrite. Flipped, 
but then everything no. else, they're like, no. where it says he, no, and she. No, it's copy and pasted. They copy and pasted oh, really? it because and it says from the same page. Um, and, yeah. and he the came first, first. No, no, no. So the and yeah, instead of the smoky shadow of a young man, it's a smoky shadow of a young woman with long hair. And then the next, and then he came, Which is what it says and later. then he came first, his head, then his body, tall and untidy, haired like Harry. So they just oh yeah, they goes. just take it, cut and yeah. cut, copy, cut paste, copy yeah. paste. Yep. I mean, you know, what are you gonna do? Typos. At least she caught it. Yeah. There's like something that I was re- I was or I was at a reading with the author, or I was listening to something, and they were like, no matter what. Like all of the review, like revisions that we go through before publishing. As soon as I like, like, I never go into the bookstore and like open my book because as soon as I do, I'll find an, a mistake. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. and that is like so true of just life, right? Because you start looking at things so much that you just can't see them anymore. Yeah. So I like. Yeah. I, and then people email you really like rude things about like how you made a mistake, <laughs> but like. <laughs> People make mistakes, guys, right. and this isn't based on anything personal that happened at work or anything. I'm just saying that, like, <laughs> typos, and it just happens, and I just don't think that attitude is always necessary when that happens, because everybody makes Speak mistakes. on it, Connie. Speak on it. Um, yeah, but I, I kind of weirdly love that this happened, because it is like, bitch, this is your first story. <laughs> this is what you can This is what you made? Your first go? Right. Fuck you. So at least this is like, like you okay, had three, okay. You had like four major errors over the course of seven books over ten right. years. That's Fuck it? You. I love you. Because but... my copy of Prisoner of Azkaban also has the original 15 years versus 12 yeah. years error. Yeah. And it's you were on that happen. episode too. And also. What's up? Yeah, you were. Also, though, cool. another <laughs> thing that's kind of shady is that um, those, those mistakes could very well be they're her editor's fault they're not even her fault mm. they should have caught it well, and been like I mean, she mm, knew didn't they he caught it, though. yeah but do we know that but also yeah we do no no i mean they we yeah, don't we do. i mean we kind of do no because, we do like, because if of you the were mentors. a close reader you're because the readers knew it was a mistake because it's like Cedric comes, like, yeah. the hand, and it's, like, all of his... No, um, what I was saying is, do we order. know the order... I was like, did we know the order of how they died at this point? But then I realized yeah. we did because of the Dementors. That's why I was... Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's why we um, Deborah should also, you know, she's gonna, she's gonna go and join Connie and Robin with Keanu. Um, she said, can't die like your dad because you Jason. have your wand, Harry. You have your wand. <laughs> Thanks, Deb. Okay, Ooh, but that was it. so much shade. Yeah, I don't even think that's feelings, that's but so just shade. like shade Hall of Fame, that's a, the Golden Shade Award. <laughs> Go pick up your golden umbrella, Deb. Sit in the sun. <laughs> Bask proudly in the sun with your golden umbrella blocking you from all of those UV lights, UV rays. Um, okay, so can we can we yeah. hurry up? Because speaking of yeah. the sun. Um, <laughs> awesome. Yes, Harry gasped. Um, fighting to keep now to keep it to hold of his wand, Harry whispered the figure of Cedric, "Take my body back, will you? Take my." Sorry, I can't. Sounds so gross. It's just so sad. It sounds so inappropriate, though. Also, it's sad or whatever, but it's also inappropriate. How? Take my body. Never mind. I don't want to know. I'm a fourteen-year-old man or a little boy. I'm not taking bodies anywhere. Okay, Rob. I don't have a permit for that. I will, said Harry. I will, said Harry. I was trying to have a moment, and you <laughs> left. 
I've all had the a way full left. cocktail. If you thought you were going to have some moments, nah. And all the way left. Um, do it now, whispered Harry's father. Be ready to run. Do it now. Now, Harry yelled, um, which didn't have to happen, but he did. He pulled his wand upward with an almighty <laughs> wrench, um, and the golden thread broke. The cage of light vanished. The phoenix song died, but the shadowy figures of Voldemort's victims did not disappear. They were closing in upon Harry. I mean, sorry, upon Voldemort, shielding Harry from his gaze. And Harry ran as though he had never run in his life because, you know, adrenaline. He has this leg, but you gotta go. And he's usually on a broom. He doesn't, he doesn't run a lot. But That's true. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, you gotta get to the port key or you're gonna die. You're gonna get to the port key. Yeah. Pretty much. I mean, yeah. so also, he, we, have to, we also have to, like, stop and Voldemort's just a man. Like, he's sitting there and he's sitting there shook. So, wait, he, he could, he is shooketh. <laughs> so, like, Harry could possibly be hobbling around and being, like, he thinks he's running like he's never like, run faster in I his mean, life, but he's actually just, like... I don't know if y'all watched like, uh, Orphan Black yet, but the way no. Sarah was running through those woods... Never mind. Anyway, there's a scene. It's not really a spoiler. She's running through the woods, but her leg's fucked up, and, you know, she's not... She's trying. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but that's probably what Harry's doing at this moment. Like, right. he's and doing what I, he can. He's doing what he can. He's like, he I've re- I, he's he's probably exerting more energy his, than he's right, ever had in his head. Life. In his head, he's booking. He's like he's booking track it. star. But in real life, he's just like he's hobbling, just cobbling. He's like, All right, I got making it. it through. But he gets to it because everyone else is just stuck. Like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, um, just so he in the void. He right because he knocked two stunned Death Eaters aside as he passed and zigzagged behind headstones, feeling their curses following him. He was dodging curses and graves, pelting towards Cedric's body, no longer aware of the pain in his leg, his whole body concentrating on what he had to do. Stun him, he heard Voldemort scream. Ten feet from Cedric, Harry dived behind the marble, a marble angel to avoid a jet of red light. Uh, damn. Sorry. You right? Weeping angel. Damn. <laughs> Wait, what? No. As soon as, you, as soon as you gasped, I was like, I knew exactly no. what you meant. I did not think of it until you gasped, and I was Honey, like, "Yep, you're oh not allowed gosh. on this podcast anymore." Well, 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 Robin, if you think about it, maybe the angel comes, and it's more Death Eaters than Harry. Right. That's all I'm saying. Comes to so maybe they're on. Not our really side. comes to help Harry, but just by sheer numbers. Right, he just happens to be okay, there. Okay, but you can't kick me off this podcast. I'm shooken. on the actual Doctor Who podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can say on that one. Where I will just and the Doctor Who podcast. Then. That would have been appropriate, but here now. <laughs> but I love how bad is like. Wait, I'm I'm with you. Like we had a mind melt <laughs> just now. Yeah, she's just like, oh, I heard the I gas. Get it. And I, I also. I also love though because I, as as we've noted, am four cocktails in. So, accordingly, I'm four steps slow, and I'm like, what? Like, huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> but also, I kept thinking, like, right before I saw the angel, and I was like, oh snap! I was like, wait, these guys are, um, they have uh, stormtrooper marksmanship, right? Like, they're just not hitting anything. Right. So this is, like, what is this is the thing that, like my awesome. pew pew. I don't know if you guys have ever seen yes. the A-Team, but my dad completely, like, my brother used to be, like, in love with the A-Team, and my dad ruined it for him, because he was like, do you ever notice that no one ever gets hit? Like, they just be, like, <laughs> fully spraying, Damn. like, like automatic weapons, and no one ever gets hit. And then my brother was watching it, and he was like, oh, ruined it for me, dad. Because they're supposed to be, like, expert, militia, like, military, like, top-notch, and no one gets hit. But... I was thought the gas was about the red light because isn't the red light 
No, That's green light. Fire. No, yeah, never mind. Never. Yeah. Continue. Yeah, they were actually just trying to yeah. stun him. The gasp Which was about the marble angel. He's for like, sure. don't kill him. He's still mine. He's mine. He's like, he's still mine. Do not kill him. Let's stun him. Just stun him so, so that. that he could be knocked out and then I could kill him. Like, stun him, knock him out. He's lying on the ground. You drag him back to me and then I will avocadon over him myself. Right. right. Which I will point out really quickly um, when we do get to Veritaserum next week, like, that's one of the faults in Barty Crouch Jr.'s little thing, thinking that Voldemort will be happy if he killed Harry. Mm-hmm. He's pointing that out. Mm-hmm. Voldemort will be salty right. as hell. That's all. He would get over it. He would have to because Harry's dead. Ain't nothing he could do about it. But he would be salty as hell. But also, are the spells missing him because of like secret magic? All the secret. Like, yeah, they the they, they just really well. They said anything. that we can give you some time, so maybe they are like. You know, yeah. I also the, like there is this <laughs> there's healthy. this app Y'all. called Zombie Run that I did for like Robin one Knight. time once because I just you know I have anxiety and like <laughs> social anxiety really badly. So you're running with this like zombie story in your head, and it'll be like you're walking, you're walking, and then zombies are after you. Yes, run, yes. run, and then it'll be like zigzag, zigzag. And I was like at nope. the lake, like zigzagging, so I was like, really <laughs> into it, and then I like stopped. And, like, thought about how I looked. Like, I, like, had this out-of-body moment. I'm trying to think of somebody trying to do that in New York City. And I'm like, you would not, you would run into a taxi. Right. I well, mean, no, well, you would do it like... at, you would do it at, like, Central Park. You wouldn't be on the street. There are cars in Central That's Park. <laughs> if you run the wrong way, you end up in the reservoir. Well, I'm saying you would do it in, like, a or running like a bicycle. trail. Like a designated. But then you zigzag it into other runners. Yes, that's what. There's just not a lot of room. No, that's what you're doing at the lake too. There's not a lot of room for it either, which is why I stopped and was like, I look like a fool right now. No one else is hearing what I'm hearing in my head. I can no longer do this. I only did that once. I paid for it for a while too. Anyway, so like. Obviously, I, I just, whenever I hear, like, zigzagging, I'm just, like, <laughs> thinking about Harry, like, zigzag, zigzag. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, tangent. I'm sorry. Four cocktails. Four okay. Cocktails. Impedimenta, he bellowed, um, pointing his wand wildly over his shoulder at the Death Eaters running at him. Um, from a muffled yell, he thought he stopped at least one of them, but there was no time to stop and look. <laughs> he jumped over the cup and do- and dived as he heard more wand blasts behind him, more jets of light over his head as he fell, stretching out his hand to grab Cedric's arm. Stand aside. I will kill him. He is mine, shrieked Voldemort. He's changing his mind all up and down mm-hmm. this chapter. Um, can't make up his mind. Um, Harry's well, hand he thinks they got it on Cedric's... The, the ghosties... Yeah, I think the ghosties finally let him go. Right, that's true. Yeah. So he was ready now. Right. Um... Harry's hand had closed on Cedric's wrist. One tombstone stood between him and Voldemort, but Cedric was too heavy to carry. The cup was out of reach. Um, Voldemort's red eyes flamed in the darkness. Are you a wizard or not? (laughs) Exactly. He saw um, his mouth curl into a smile, saw him raise his wand. Accio, Harry yelled, pointing his wand at the Triwizard Cup. It flew into the air and soared toward him. Harry caught it by the handle. He heard Voldemort scream of fury at the same moment that he felt a jerk behind his navel that meant the port key had worked. It was speeding away, speeding him away in a wor- in a whirl of wind and color, um, and that. Sorry, really quickly. This is nothing to do with anything, but it just reminds me of the wonderful world of color that we saw when we were at Disneyland. I have no idea why. Yes. In which, in which, <laughs> I was like, that yes. sounds magical, and it's not. <laughs> in which, Bayana slowly and quietly whispered, "I love dragons." When there were no nothing about dragons was happening except for, <laughs> except for there fire. Was fire. There, there was fire. fire. There was fire. 
Oh, and like, also, um, said that. Deborah and the dragon from Deborah wants you to know that she beauty. also did Zombie Run when she, you know, but she was in North Carolina. But she knows what I'm talking about. Zombie Run is the truth. Like if you, they're very um, good at okay. what they try to make you so, do, which is run for your life. <laughs> can I? Yes. Um, let me, sorry, I interrupted in the middle, middle of the sentence. Um, so, and Cedric, along with him, they were going back. That's the end. We have to go back. I also do all port keys, sorry, because when we go to, when we see the port key for the first time at the Tri-Wizard Tournament, they get there and then they just throw the port keys in a box and they're like, useless. Why was this cup? Well, they're cup? regulated because they were always meant to go, somebody was always meant to go back. So I think, okay. Bayana mentioned it a little earlier is that there's a question of what the actual plan was because Voldemort, I think in theory, Barty Crouch Jr. thinks that Voldemort's going to bring Harry's dead body back and be like, ha ha ha, and like show up and like freak everybody out at the World Cup. And like that makes sense as a plan because like, hey, it's like all these people here, you know, like he can start killing people. Uh, the ministers probably that mm-hmm. you know like high officials are there but also Dumbledore's there and ba- as Bayana said earlier like he does not is not trying to mess with problems. Dumbledore right now so it's a, like what we're the plan is unsure unclear um, but I think Bayana earlier was like I mean maybe Wormtail could bring the body back be like that was me Voldy's back but, I know that we're very similar think... but that was me I said that that was me. okay that wasn't Bayana but go ahead Robin said that but also. I do think that, like, if, if Voldemort <laughs> had killed Harry, I definitely think he would have want, wanted to go. Like, at that point, you kill Harry, you're on top of the world. I could be, defeat Dumbledore. Who's that? Yeah, yeah. He ain't nobody. I don't know her. So right. he would, like, come through and be like, bam, Harry Potter, he's dead. I'm back. What you gonna do? And then, like, everybody would scream and run and be terrified. And, like, you know what I mean? Like, there I would think just that be utter would, chaos yeah, and sense. you could uh, operate yeah. or whatever, leave somehow. Or... He could leave, or yeah. he could go and like kill all them kids at Hogwarts. Like that's that insane. sends a message that he's yeah. back. Portia, also he's says, Voldemort. Which you mean like that's his, insane? It, Portia <laughs> also says it seems like his parents said that they had something to do with it, with the port key working, because they told Harry to go back and retrieve it. Um, I don't think so. I think that they just know, so. like, there's a port key. Go back, and I think that it's just kind of like accepted and known. Well, I think. That yeah, the plan, the Porky was built. This particular one was built to have to go two ways, um, and not all Porkies are because there's like a whole ministry department where it's like they have to be regulated and they have to be scheduled or whatever. Um, but I think also the Ghosties and Voldemort's wand probably know these things because they are connected to Voldemort. They're just somehow. like. Yeah, they're connected to Voldemort, and if that's not the reason, then they're, like, can hear stuff? Like, Mm -hmm. the ghosties are very unclear in themselves, like, exactly what they are and how they know the information that they know. Because Frank's ghost was still like, I'm a muggle, what am I doing here? Right. (laughs) And was very confused. So, But somehow they also knew what to do at the same time. Yeah, because he was like, oh, well, he is a wizard, um, but keep fighting, though. You doing the right thing. Hold on. Um, yeah, there's yeah, some, but the other ones like knew what there's it was. Some weird magic so going I think on. they just kind of magic. Know. They yeah. like know what's happening, and they know that the plan was Plot. the the thing's gonna still work. Go for it. Yeah. So MVP, I made Harry my MVP. It's peak Gryffindor, and I disagree, but you know it was brave and shit. <laughs> yeah, Wouldn't I would say Harry. Um, well, yeah, I was I was torn because. 
there is technically appear- appearances by Lily and James Right, Potter, I was gonna do Lily. I want them to to be MVP, but they don't technically exist. You that would make never stop. I'm gonna do it anyway. Yeah. yeah. I had Lily, I had actually wrote Lily on the agenda and then erased it because of, I don't know, I just felt like I wanted to give it to Harry. So... I got your, I got the Lily James vote. Yeah, you got me. I'm trying to wait for the chat room, but they, they type them off slow. Uh, who's benched? <laughs> <laughs> they, they type in. They, they stay um, typing. I benched, I benched Voldemort because, like, you know, fuck mm-hmm. him and everything. Like, yeah. You, you and, like, him? if he had, he's just dumb. Like, I also benched Voldemort because if he had just killed Harry, his plan would have worked. But he's had to grandstand and show right. off and be arrogant. And then your plan failed. Like, that just means you're stupid and you mm-hmm. should sit down and go home. Like, stop tweeting. So, yeah. just congratulations. You played yourself. To go back into the chat room, Deborah, Amani. Wait, hold up. Robin, just tell me who did you bench? Oh, I benched the Death Eaters because they just sat by and watched a 74 year old duel with a 14 year old. And that's like a whole level. True. Like, there, it's yeah. like you are a trash human to be 74 fighting a 14 year old, but then you are a compost human. To be watching a seventy-four-year-old do a fourteen-year-old, year old. so you're reusable. Yeah, you fertilize the ground. Your trash is so trashy That's that it cool. is reusable. Okay. Like even the first wow. round of trash, we didn't get all the trash out of it. Yeah. So uh, I just like I, it's I still it's just like there's this extra level to me, and I never thought that I would not bench Voldemort in this chapter, but like as you're going through it, it's just like they just sitting there oh, laughing, laughing. But he's mm-hmm. 70. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Um, so in the chat room, Deborah, Ooh. Amani, and Portia benched, or sorry, made Harry their MVPs. <laughs> Deborah said Harry for long distance hobbling. Um, Portia also <laughs> made Fox her MVP for coming through before knowing that they needed to come through. Which is That's what I'm saying, man. Like meta or something i don't know it's deep. it's deep so bench <laughs> across the board voldemort and then portia also added the death eaters for bullying a 14 year old and then deborah wants to say talking cash shit and still not getting it done uh to a 14 year old <laughs> i mean it said voldemort say losing this is five and oh this is that like four and oh four and oh yeah. four and oh um, no, oh, 0 and no. 4, actually, because that's how scoring works. Right, you're right. Sports you're right. Um, I don't, how does correct. scoring work? I don't know how scoring works. We're gonna, I'll talk about it later. You'll explain it later because I don't do sports ball, so I don't actually understand how, like, 4 and 0 is four different. No. Than it's, really, it's really easy because if it's, cause it's wins, really what losses. it is is that, so, it's, yeah, it's wins, losses. So on on Harry's side, it's 4 0, but on Voldemort's side, it's 0 4. Wins, then losses. It's yeah. very easy. You got it. Okay. I believe in you. Connie's like, I didn't even play later. sports. <laughs> I don't know anything. Um, um, but I also, this is like, um, the, <clears throat> this seems weird now because the Raiders like totally made a comeback. But no, no, no. We can do the Rams. <laughs> this is the Rams. Like, how, how much can you lose? You're supposed to be a professional. People are paying you for this. But you just stay yeah. losing? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Shrug face? Like, yeah, it's unfortunate. 
<laughs> but you know, I grew up in a in a city where my teams were not winning. Oh, Portia. Until except for the A's, A's were cool. Kind Wait, of, let me just. Portia just said the thing. She said it in the way you know. Portia has this gift. She just says the thing in the way that you need it to be said. But also, it's so <laughs> shady. It's wrong. <laughs> just okay. It's a gift that she's been blessed with by the gods. Please. Please tell the class. So the Death Eaters came, saw that they'd already killed another team, Cedric, when they arrived and didn't disoperate home or wherever they came from, including turning <laughs> into a spirit. Like, which is like that, you know, that like that gift where like someone walks in and they like see the fire and they just turn around and walk out. Like, that's what right. all the Death Eaters should have done. They should have yeah. been like, boom, yeah. I'm here. Oh, oh, we killing children? No, he, he pre-gamed. Oh, he pre-gamed. Oh, I see. Voldemort pre-gamed with the kid. Yeah. And now we're here right. for the real party oh. of killing Harry. The party but he pre-gamed children? already and got one in. Okay. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. It's a mess it's all what's around. Happening. Um, it's what's happening. Okay. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Next week, we will discuss chapter 35 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire, Bear to Serum. We have three more chapters left. Don't um, forget what we're book, doing. So. Um, yeah, and don't forget Wait, what we're doing. Wait, I... I let me let me go in order. Well, there's a, you there's a you, agenda in the script. You were reading it and then no. you stopped reading it the way that it was written. It was so a tangent and then I'm going. No, you like self-editing, you? Trump. No, that's not what that was. You went off script. And please don't. How, okay, how many times do we go off script? I know, but I'm just saying. I gotta finish I got the lost. little section first. Okay, go ahead. Let me. Fi- okay. All right. You're gonna cut just, this out. Just hush. Just hush. For cocktails. I got guys. it. For cocktails. I got it. I'll start over. Okay. I'm including ready. my and I'll put my insert in as well. Okay. Thank you for listening. Next week we will be discussing chapter 35 of Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire Vera to Serum. Um, so we only have three more chapters left until we're done with this book, which is it's been crazy. a while, but it's crazy, man. Like one by fast. Um make sure to read and follow along and let us know who you think is the real MVP and who is benched for the chapter. Um, to join the conversation on Twitter, add us at We Black and Nerds, and use the hashtag Wizard Team. Um, and please, like, get your votes in. Like, we're actually, now that we're really close, we have a month left, and so you got to get them all in. Now you got a deadline. Yes. Don't forget, we will be doing a live tweet of Goblet of the Goblet of Fire movie on July 8th. Oh, my God, we're doing it for my birthday. <laughs> Don't go have four cocktails and forget. Oh, I'm drunk treating the shit out of this. I'm um, sorry. Uh, use the hashtag <laughs> with a team and hashtag HPGOF. After the movie, we'll do our last episode on Goblet of Fire where we recap both the book and the movie, as well as figure out who is the real MVP and who is benched for the entire book. So if your votes are not in by July 8th, you, they don't count. What you doing, fam? What you doing, You get fam? a provisional you ballot. Not in. What you doing? But they don't count. And then on July 19th, we start Harry Potter and the Order of Phoenix, a.k.a. The 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 best Harry Potter book of all time. The worst, because serious. (laughs) Well, that's a lie, but that's cool. Vastly different opinions. It's sad, but the lie detector test determined that was a lie. Serious. <laughs> we have a lot of time before we get there, so you don't but have to you feel actually those get feels. to see him. No. We got plenty of time right, before like we you get there. Get to, like meet Sirius. Like, just... We haven't actually met him yet. 
He's been like a crazed serial killer who was just like, I'm not a killer. And then he sent two letters. No. So we haven't actually met him Seriously, yet. Seriously, we hardly yeah. knew ye. Right. And so we're about to like actually get, get to enjoy the time you have with him to get to know him He's and gone. all his glory. Well, and like most of his glory. I can't say all his glory because he's still messed up. Ooh, Portia just okay, gave us an so extra uh, bonus check episode. Us out. Sorry. Check us out at blackgirlscreate.org. Um, Twitter, we black and nerds. Hashtag wizard team. Um, black girls create on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. Y'all know where to find us. It's been 94 episodes. You know where to find us. Thank you for listening. What if there are new people jumping in? If you jumping in on episode 94, that's weird. What if it's your favorite? That's your favorite chapter of Harry Potter, and you're like, "Ooh, I like these girls." Oh, this, this is, is a Harry Potter podcast. Chapter. If <laughs> again, if this is your favorite chapter, episode thirty-four. Your- but we have to also acknowledge that Connie's favorite chapter is the fourth jump- again. So, <laughs> well, that's a good chapter, though. I'm not gonna but lie. She just that was a really good chapter. Bench. My favorite. That's true. My favorite yes. is career advice. Career advice and is a great. Episode. I can't yeah. wait till so we. Good. It's. Oh, man. Yeah. But I understand why Connie loves the forest again. Like, it makes ugh. a lot of sense. I'm just like, ugh. Umbridge, though? And serious But dark. career advice? Because then McGonagall gets the Shade Award no. and the, like, I, Black Mama listen. Award. And then Ooh, the Shade Fred and George yes. come out the cuts. And they just, I'm ready. I, I'm ready. I mean, we got, like, things. months That's to That's all the same board, chapter? All of those things I'm on board for. Wow. But I just, in the main, just looking at it as a whole. Of what we're about to like jump a, into, like a year of yeah, a year of Umbridge and Snape all together. Yeah, right. Why do we do? Because like at least with Barty Crouch Jr. Why are these our favorite books? <laughs> at least with Moody slash. <laughs> I worry about at least us, with fam. Moody slash Barty Crouch Jr. He's like a genius. It's he's like a genius, so it's easy to sort of like right with Barty Crouch Jr. You're what in, he's you're doing, all, right? You're like you evil, a little bit smart, all. Mm-hmm. right? Impressive. <laughs> Yeah. Umbridge, you just but like, But Umbridge is just evil. Bye, She's also stupid. And also, there's gonna, it's gonna be a lot of unfortunate comparisons to the real world. Just, it's our happy place, but just, we have to be aware we, that it's gonna happen. We can't happen get away because from it. We can't get away from it. You really can't get away from it. Like, we're about to meet Betsy DeVos in Wizarding Forum right now. We are also going to see what life is like under incompetent, when incompetence runs amok. It's true. And how to start a revolution. Um, and how to start a revolution. It's also true. I would also like to point out that just like Who Watch, Ooh, and we closed out and continued. <laughs> we have things to say. Same thing are that happened to me for okay. two days in a row. Are we getting to meet friends? Me and Connie are on a roll. That too. Okay. Bye, y'all. Bye.